Welcome into this week's Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. Today we're going to be sitting down with Gunnersville head coach Lance Reese and senior linebacker Jarrell Williamson. We're also going to get a preview of that second round playoff game against Pleasant Grove and speak with their head coach, Daryl LeBeau. And later in the show, we're going to catch up with former Wildcats standout Jordan Bentley talk about life after graduating from Gunnersville High School. Thanks for listening. Coach, appreciate you being with us. Yeah, good to be here. You got a guest with you today. Who have we got with us? We got uh, senior inside linebacker Jarrell Williamson. Jarrell's had a great year for us and uh, a big part of our success on defense this year. Yeah, let's talk about that too because going into the season, um, I remember you made the decision, you guys made the decision that Jarrell would go to that Mike linebacker spot. Jarrell, how have you enjoyed that? I've enjoyed it a lot, you know. Coaches helped me, and then everybody, they've had patience with me, and I worked, and I've gotten way better at it. How familiar were you with the, the linebacker position as a whole coming into the senior year? Um, Well, back in middle school, I played a little bit, and then mm-hmm. I learned. But then sophomore year, everybody was telling me I was going to play the defense, and then coaches just helped me out, and I learned a lot from them. Coach, um, coming into the season, what what made you guys confident that, that Jarrell could make that move? Uh, Jarrell had a good junior year, had, showed a lot of maturity, and uh, you kind of got to have a leader over there at, at the Mike linebacker. He's kind of the quarterback of the defense. So uh, a senior that's a great athlete like Jarrell was kind of a natural for that spot. He really embraced it, and mm-hmm. uh, he's worked hard not only on the field, but you have to watch you know, preparation, watching film and learning the calls and all that stuff. And uh, Jarrell's kind of been like a coach on the field. He's the leader of that group over there, and he's done a great job. Yeah, so that Mike linebacker position is kind of like that quarterback on the field. Have you enjoyed making the calls on the field? Yes, sir, I have. Mm-hmm. And and is it? I don't know. Is it is it something about it that you like to, to get the boss people around on the field almost? Well, yeah, I get to tell everybody what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys have been in the right spot, the right position most of the year. So I'd say you've done a good job. Um, Eighty-five tackles so far this year. Um, I guess just talk about having the the kind of year that you've had because it's been a big one. Yes, sir. Last year was like a learning year for me, and mm-hmm. I knew my senior year I'd have to show what all I've learned, and I just wanted to show out, Coach. Yeah, and uh, against Hayden, you guys dominated, um, I thought, you know, definitely on the defensive side of the ball. Going into the game, Coach, you talked about defending that wing tee. I thought y'all guys defended it really well. Yeah, I thought we did a good job. You know, it was something we had not really seen much before. Got to read the guards a lot in the wing team, make a lot of different calls. So Jarrell did a good job of uh, getting us lined up and uh, you know getting us just to that. The other thing about defense is there's no telling what the offense could come out in. Mm-hmm. They might come out in something we've not seen all year, so we've still got to be able to get lined up. So uh, he does a good job. Got McKinley Hampton over there. It's another senior. He and Jarrell kind of get the defense ready to go yeah. every day. That means a lot as a coach. To, yep. When you got two guys that are seniors over there that kind of get them fired up and ready to practice. It did makes our job a lot easier. You know, and, and Drell, I know you're familiar with playing running back for, for years and years. Uh, you've had two defensive touchdowns this year, pick six and then the fumble recovery. How exciting is that when you get to score on defense? It's a lot because sometimes I be wanting to run the ball, but you know, I'm a defensive player. When yeah. I get to score, everybody be hype on defense. Yeah, for sure, y'all. Y'all, when I'm on the sideline, if y'all get a if y'all get an interception or a fumble, I get out of the way because I know everybody's running down the sideline to congratulate the the other guy that did it. Talk a little bit about that too. You guys seem like you're really really close from from freshman to senior. You guys seem like a really close oh, yeah. team. Everybody on the team we're close. We all hang out out of football and everything. Mm-hmm. We talk. You know, we just close and um, 
It really helps with me because, you know, being close, I get to talk to everybody, like, about how the game would be and mm -hmm. how we prepare for the game. Yeah. And and I know, you know, going back to the game last week, I know it's important um, to get that playoff game at home, especially that first round. And despite the 30% capacity that, that was mandated by the HSA, I thought the home crowd was great last week. Coach. Yeah, I thought we had a really good home crowd. Uh, mm -hmm. we've, we've had support, support this year, whether at home or on the road. You know, this is a fun group to coach, and it's also a fun group to watch. Some people have really turned out. Drell, um, what what are you guys going to have to do as a defensive unit to, uh, to play with this really stout, pleasant growth team? Oh, everybody has to come to the ball. Yeah people flying around the field they're really fast you know mm -hmm. so we got to be be at the ball every play good deal coach appreciate you uh appreciate you bringing Jarrell. Jarrell, thanks for coming today thank you coach um the task at hand tonight is is a really really good one it's a pleasant growth team that uh, i don't i don't think you need to to go into too much detail to let people know just how talented they are but but when you when you watch them on film what do you see uh just speed at every position uh you know they went to the finals last year uh, they return most of their top guys back. They got a lot of uh, very impressive players on both sides of the ball. Uh, not only are they fast, but they've got several 300-plus pounders on mm -hmm. OL and DL. So, well, coach, just a quality football team. It's like I've been telling the kids all all week. They're one of the favorites to come out of the out of the north, and we were going to have to play them sometimes. So why not play them second round while we're healthy and play them at home? Yeah, exactly. Get them at home. That's huge. And, you know, I've noticed too about with with the offense uh, specifically. Cole has moved out of the pocket a good bit when he's thrown, and, and I feel like is that going to be important against this team and, and also going tempo like you guys have gone? Yeah, it is. They've got, they play 4-D linemen, and uh, they, you can tell they really put a lot of emphasis on getting to the quarterback, so it's going to be important for us to move Cole around. You know, we have played with tempo on offense, and uh, we're blessed with a number of good athletes because uh, – if you're going fast on offense, if to take Jarrell, if Jarrell's over there playing running back every snap, you're just yeah. going to wear him out for when we go on defense. Sure. So the fact that we've got Logan that's primarily an offensive player, all of our O-linemen play only one way, you know, a quarterback plays only one way. We've got a, a few of those uh, receivers, the smaller guys that play both ways, but you can't really go tempo if you're playing two-way players because you're wearing yourself out. So I think that's been a big part of our success on offense is playing tempo. Uh, going fast is great if you get first downs. Mm -hmm. If not, you're just going fast and going to sit down and punt the ball back to them. Yep. So uh, fast is not the the answer. It's sustaining drives and going fast. Yeah, and uh, you guys are now 10-0 and 0 to this point. Going into this game, as big as it is, does philosophy change at all? Or or is it a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Yeah, philo yeah philosophy uh, doesn't change at all. Mm -hmm. You know, we're averaging about 53 points a game, giving up eight. So uh, just because we're playing the best team we've played all year, it's definitely not a time to throw all that out the window. Right. Uh, you just got to concentrate on doing what we're doing, but doing it better. You don't want – can't turn the ball over, you know, can't make mistakes. And in the kicking game, defensively, we can't give them the easy touchdown. We got to make them earn everything they get. But uh, our guys are playing with a lot of confidence. We've had a great week of practice. Uh, assistant coaches, once again, I, I feel like come up with a good scheme. Mm -hmm. And we're just, just excited about the opportunity. Yeah, and that was actually my – very next question was how has preparation been and and do you see any kind of a, a, a different um, attitude for the team or is it just work 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 like it's been all all year I've seen a, a sense of urgency this week yeah. you know <clears throat> we've only got 10 seniors but those guys like we mentioned before they all start mm -hmm. and uh, they've really you know they enjoy playing together like Jarrell said and they enjoy uh, you know interacting with the coaches and players every day so they're not ready for this season to come to an end 
And uh, when you turn on the you know turn on the film and watch a team like Pleasant Grove, it's easy to kind of be uh, I don't know caught off guard by their athleticism. Mm-hmm. But it's like I told them, we can't control what they're going to do, but what we can do is make sure we've got the best uh, best version of ourselves on Friday night. We just always believe if we play at our best, we got a chance to, to play with anybody. What kind of uh, example and future has this group of seniors set, I mean, for the future of this program? I, I just can't – I've been just so impressed with this group this year, and it, it's going into a game like this. To me, they deserve to get to play in a game like this. Yeah, they do. You know, it's been a, a great group, and a lot of them played as sophomores when we kind of had a down year. So it's mm-hmm. good that they've overcome a uh, a season that wasn't great, and now the last two seasons we've really been done well. This year, obviously, we're undefeated again. So, uh, uh, very proud of the seniors. Uh, when you've got a team that's kind of player led like we are this year, it makes it so much different, so much easier as a coach. When we can worry about schemes and stuff, not have to worry about the players being ready every day and and getting excited to practice Absolutely. and giving great effort. You know, the players kind of our seniors have taken care of that, and so the coaches have been able to. We're more on plays and schemes, and uh, that that means a lot to our football team. Coach, we're uh, we're all really excited for this game. I, I think it's safe to say that uh, there's a buzz about this game for sure. So, thanks for joining us this week. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And I'm joined now by Pleasant Grove head coach Daryl LeBeau. Coach. Really appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, there's a lot of people in Gunnersville obviously really excited about this game. You guys are used to a good playoff run, but does it ever get old playing in these kind of playoff games? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> they don't, man. Anytime you have an opportunity to, to play in the postseason and you get a chance to play, you know, beyond that first round, man, it's always exciting, you know, especially in the times that we're living in now. To even have an opportunity to play week in and week out, man, is just awesome for us you know yeah and you led me right into the next thing i want to talk about i've talked with every coach every week opposing coach that is about the season that we thought we were going to have in august and the season that we've ended up having how great is it that we're sitting here two weeks into the playoffs man i tell you what it's, it's, it's honestly man it's a blessing um you know any any chance you get an opportunity to continue on uh um, being around these kids and, and, and to be able to mentor these young men, you know, from week in and week out, to be able to see them every day, uh, um, it, it's a blessing. I think the association has done an awesome job, uh, you know, and, and with the powers that be to give us an opportunity to continue on playing and, and to continue on uh, having an opportunity to go out and, and share our talents, uh, you know, that the Lord has blessed us with. Completely agree. And now you guys have uh, had a really good season. You've lost to two really good teams by, by really close uh, difference in in score. So, talk about this team this year as compared to the team you had last year, and who are some of the guys that make you guys click? Oh, uh, man, you know this year, um, you know we we have a team with uh, a lot of guys with you know mature guys, uh, you know guys that was expected to play early. Uh, you know when I came in two years ago, we played a lot of sophomores and uh, they're seniors now, and a lot of those guys started. So, um, you know it's a little bit easier. I guess practice-wise, uh, for those guys, you don't have to kind of reteach a lot of the stuff. A lot of times, the guys already know it. Um, and definitely on the offensive end, you know, we have our guy that's the, the signal caller, Zaquez Perriman. Uh, you know, he's a three-year, well, actually a four-year starter. Uh, you know, I've, I've been here three years with him, and the three years I've been with him, like he has 102 total touchdowns. Uh, 
And I'm not sure how many total yards. I know coming into the season, he was right at 6,800 uh, total yards in the two years that I had had him. And I think he's a couple yards away from 2,000 passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done an awesome job. And, of course, we have, uh, you know, Chris Lewis plays receiver, uh, University of Kentucky committed. And uh, we have uh, Jamarian Frollo, who's uh, committed to Tennessee State. And uh, we have a running back in the backfield, uh, DeMarcus Lacey, that's doing an awesome job. Uh, you know, of course, with the bigs up front with Inez Cooper and um, Eric Turner and Malachi Corny and uh, Jacoby. So, uh, you know, on that side of the ball, defensively, we have some guys that came back. Uh, just about everybody on the front seven came back, with the exception of uh, Rodney Gross, which is uh, now at Mississippi State. Uh, but, you know, we, we're kind of young on the – not young in, in towards age, but it's just uh, – experience on the back end you know we lost everybody last year on the back end and had some guys that had opportunities to play uh but defensively we led by uh martello kelly and um brandon wilkes and then we have osiris smith at linebacker and uh, cj towns and um tyler woods on the back end so uh it's gonna definitely be uh a challenge this week man those guys are pretty good up there yeah, that 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 was my next question. When you when you put the Gunnersville tape on, um, what do you see in this team? See a lot of points, man. <laughs> scoring points on them, man. Uh, very good team, man. Very well coached. Uh, you know they're very good at what they do. Um, you know they're throwing it around defensively, man. Those guys play fast. They get to the ball. They're physical. Um, you know you, you see uh, six seven hats on the ball, and any time defensively. You have that going on. You're doing some some stuff well, man. And um, man, even the kicker is pretty. Tall, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's definitely, man. You know, they they deserve to be one of the top teams in the state for a reason. Uh, you know, I think Coach Reese is doing an awesome job, and uh, those kids are playing hard, man. Uh, so I can sit here and go on and on about you know some of the specific guys, man. But overall, man, they have a quality uh, football team. What's it going to take for your crew to come in here tonight and uh, and get a win and, and move on to the next round? Uh, I guess the same thing that, you know, for us, what we preach every week, you know, come in and play football football and uh, definitely got to play every phase of the game, uh, you know, and kind of leave everything else out there. Uh, play, you know, smart football. Come out, play hard, physical, smart football, and play fast. and uh, You know, condense down the mistakes, you know, in order to, to beat a team like this. Or in, in, at this point, anyone. On uh, on any given Friday, you got to come out and got to play hard and, and make sure you minimize the mistakes and, and try to win every phase of the game. Well, Coach, I speak for everybody in Gunnersville when I say that we are excited about tonight and uh, best of luck to you guys tonight. Hey, thank you for having me on, and uh, hopefully they'll take it easy on us. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. All right, bro. Jordan suited up for the Wildcats in 2015, and uh, we're going to go over some things and talk to Jordan about what he's been doing since. So, Jordan, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on today. All right. Well, uh, just to go over some of your quick highlights before we get into it, you finished out your Gunnerville career with 5,969 yards, just short of 6,000 yards, 104 touchdowns. You once carried the ball 44 times against Ramsey in the playoffs, 
uh, you were one of the most decorated players of all time from Gunnersville. You were, uh, I believe you made All-State uh, all three years, didn't you, sophomore, junior, and senior season? Yes, I made first team my sophomore and senior season and then second team the junior season. Yes, and then uh, your senior season, you were 5A back of the year, so you end up member of the Super Dozen in Alabama by the Alabama Sports Riders. And I think one of the most amazing things, you lost one home game as a starter, or just one regular season game as a starter. What was that? That was your sophomore year, I believe the opening game of your sophomore year, wasn't it? Yes, I, I lost, uh, no, it had been the second game when we went to, um, gosh, I can't even remember the name of the school. Aniana? Yes, Aniana, that is correct. Yeah, who was actually, first big game. Yeah, who was actually 4A state champion that year, I believe, weren't they? Yes, they were. Yeah, and you had a heck of a heck of a night in that game, but uh, the Wildcats fell short with, uh, I believe, it was a last-minute field goal by Indiana, wasn't it? Yes, because we ended up only losing that game just by two points. So. Yeah, and I think it was just a little over a minute ago where they had to uh, kick a field goal to beat us, and that was the only regular season game you lost in your career there as a starter. But after that, you accepted a scholarship to uh, A&M and went on to have a great career at A&M. I think you were SWAC freshman of the year, and uh, you broke all the records at A&M. I think you ended up, was it seven seven or eight records over at A&M? Yes, I, I ended up ending with the regular season record for rushing and touchdowns as well as the career one. So I think it was right at a seven, possibly eight, if I remember correctly, somewhere around there. Yes, I remember reading it. It was something like that. Uh, but uh, this will be the first fall in uh, many years that you haven't played football. Yes, that is correct. I've been playing football since I was five years old, and every time august september rolls around it's always been football season for me so not being strapped up is it's a completely different feeling but it's one that i've welcomed and grown accustomed to with change as well that's right and uh i think you've got a pretty good career ahead of you you uh, took advantage of your uh, scholarship and you graduated in three and a half years in uh, engineering with high honors i believe at alabama a&m yes i graduated three and a half years with a civil engineering degree um i made never was not on the dean's list so was on the president's list a couple of times in those three and a half years as well so as they used to say you were a gentleman and a scholar as well as your exploits on the football field. Yeah. So what's been going on since you graduated and are not playing football this fall? So for the first couple of months after I graduated, I was still training and working out for the combines I had been invited to. I had been invited to the first HBCU combine for the NFL, but due to COVID-19, that event was canceled. And so from there on, I continued working out and training. I went, ended up going to a camp in Houston, but nothing came of after that. So after that, about six months of time, I started pursuing my career that I got my degree in. And a job opportunity opened up in Dallas, and I ended up moving there. And I'm currently working as a field engineer 
in Dallas on a Loop 12 project in the area right where the old Cowboy Stadium used to be, in fact. So it's always a connection to football somehow, it seems. Yes, and uh, I believe you also got married this fall, didn't you? Yes, I did. Um, married your daughter, Anna K. Yancey, <laughs> uh, now Anna K. Bentley. But, yes, we got married in October, September 20. 20th, yeah. You better remember yeah. that. You'll get in trouble over that now, Jordan. Yes, I will. <laughs> I was trying to think of how many months it had been. That's why I was trying to think. Yeah, September 20th of 2020. Yeah. So. Yes, for those of you that didn't know, Jordan is now my son-in-law. So I was at the wedding. It was September 20th, I believe. So. Yes. So right now, Jordan's my son-in-law, so I'm expecting some really good grandkids too, Jordan. <laughs> Not yet. We're we're still working our way to get financially stable, but we will get there one day. Yes, I'm sure you will. Like I said, you are also a scholar, so I'm sure you will be successful in uh, your career. And like you said, you had the invite to the first ever HBCU Combine, and the COVID this year just messed up a lot of things. And I think with them not being able to see you in person and see what you do, I think that probably hurts you. And in the draft, they didn't take a lot of small school guys. I don't know if they were keeping the numbers down or whatever, but I think it's a shame you didn't get a chance. But uh, I think you'll be successful in whatever you're in. Yeah, it, it was it was upsetting, um, especially at first, not being able to go to the first ever, them putting that event together this first year and then not actually being able to go to it. And then along with all the other stuff, it's re- COVID has just put a real damper on really anything, especially for, like you said, the small schools. And so it's been a really tough, I guess, for anyone who wasn't high profile coming into the season for anyone getting drafted after. So Yeah, I think they uh, stuck with a lot of the uh, big school guys. Mainly. I just saw very few guys, small schools, taken in the draft. So didn't quite work out for you, but uh, are you liking the Dallas area out there now? Yes, um, it's been really good out here. The Dallas area has, has brought a lot of opportunities, especially with my degree. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what this job offers to me going forward and the advancements I can make within my degree as well. Yeah. Okay. And you're actually in Irving there, the home of the Cowboys, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes. So, uh, have you thought about going by the Cowboys officer and tell them if they have a need, you're still available and living in town there? Oh, yeah. That would always be a wonderful opportunity if that ever came up, but I would have a whole lot more of running and working out and getting them back in football shape. Yeah. Because I still, I still work out and still run, but not like I need to be to be playing at that NFL level, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, I imagine you feel a lot better on uh, Saturday mornings and Sunday morning when you wake up now also, don't you? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. My body is finally being thankful back to me, letting it actually get rest instead of getting beat up week in and week out throughout the fall and winter season, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, now the Wildcats this week, we've got a big second-round playoff game against Pleasant Grove, and I believe you played them. That was the third-round game your junior year. Was that correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that was a tough game, and had uh, a tough time. We had to actually travel down to Pleasant Grove that year. 
and it was a tough night for you. I think that was one of the few times I ever saw you held under 100 yards. They're always a very big athletic team. But now this year, I think this is a different Gunnersville team, too. Your junior year, it was uh, pretty much a running game. That was, you know, that was the same year. I think you carried it 44 times the week before against Ramsey, wasn't it? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And I think this year's Cats have a much more balanced offense, a pretty prolific uh, passing game. So I think they've got a pretty good chance this year with uh, Pleasant Grove especially having to come up here too. Would you have any words of wisdom for them tonight about going in to play Pleasant Grove? Don't ever let size intimidate you. Always know that what you've been doing this season that has been working obviously with the points that you've been putting up and the points that y'all haven't allowed. So just continue to keep on doing what you're doing and keep pressing forward. Well, I think that's, uh, I think you're right dead on there, Jordan. Uh, they've been rolling all year, and uh, it's going to be a tougher game, going to be a four-quarter game, but uh, I feel good about the Cats' chances tonight. I do, too. All right. Well, everyone can listen in tonight. The kickoff will be at 7, so the Wildcats and uh, Pleasant Grove Spartans. Jordan, I want to thank you for allowing us to interview you, catch up with you and what you're doing now. So good luck in the future. Of course, I'll be talking to you. I'll talk to you all the time. But uh, thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, good luck. Thank you for having me.